الحمد لله نحمده ونستعينه ونستغفره ونؤمن به ونتوكل عليه ونعوذ بالله من شرور انفسنا ومن سيئات اعمالنا ونعوذ بالله من شرور انفسنا ومن سيئات اعمالنا ونعوذ بالله من شرور انفسنا ومن سيئات اعمالنا من يهده الله فلا مضل له ومن يضلل فلا هادي له ونشهد ان لا اله الا الله وحده لا شريك له ونشهد ان محمدا عبده ورسوله اما بعد قال الله سبحانه وتعالى وما امروا الا ليعبدوا الله مخلصين له الدين وقال مصطفى صلى الله عليه وسلم اخوف ما اخاف عليكم الشرك الاصغر او كما قال حبيبنا مصطفى صلى الله عليه وسلم respected ulama hufaz elders and brothers in islam all praises indeed due to allah subhanahu wa ta'ala our creator our sustainer our provider allah subhanahu wa ta'ala who has given us everything and blessed us with everything and the greatest bounty allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has given us is this iman and with this iman allah subhanahu wa ta'ala yet gives another gift upon it and that is the person who this iman inshallah there is hope that he will have access to jannah So these are all bounties from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala which a person must be very grateful for. But nevertheless, the topic for today is something which in our eyes, most of the times we might take it and see it to be something small or trivial. But it holds such weight in the sight of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that your actions that you do in the world are dependent upon that you might regard it small but it's something very very major and something very great and very important rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam is sitting with sahaba radiyallahu ta'ala anhum ajma'in and then he tells them akhwafu ma akhafu alaykum One of the greatest things that I fear for you greatest thing is not wealth it's not this dunya it's nothing but the greatest that I fear for you akhwafu ma akhafu alaykum ash-shirk al-asghar is the small shirk the sahaba radiyallahu ta'ala anhum ajma'in asking rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam ya rasulullah what is the small shirk you speak about Then Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam tells him ar-riya showing off your actions showing off your deeds showing off your deeds is something that I fear most for you why because on the day of qiyamah Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will address those who used to do their deeds 
to please others or to show off to others. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will announce to them and Allah will tell them, Idhhabu, go, ila alladheena kuntum tura'oon, to those people whom you used to show off to. Go to them. Go to them, then Allah says, هَلْ تَجِدُوا فَانْظُرُوا هَلْ تَجِدُوا عِنْدَهُمْ خَيْرًا Go to them and see if you can find any thawab for all those good deeds that you used to perform for them. Go to them. If you look at this, and how Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is treating these people, there is some sort of deception. Or Allah, you might think Allah is playing with them. Why would Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala tell them to go and seek the thawab from somebody else when we know Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is the only giver of thawab? Allah is the only one that can give thawab and is the only one that can deprive you of thawab. Why is Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala telling these people, go to those people whom you used to show off your good deeds and seek your thawab from them? Why? Allah is treating them like this because their actions in the world were based on complete deception. They were trying to deceive Allah. Like how you find the munafiqeen. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, إِنَّ الْمُنَافِقِينَ يُخَادِعُونَ اللَّهِ وَهُوَ خَادِعُهُمْ The munafiqeen, they think they're playing or they are deceiving Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala وَهُوَ خَادِعُهُمْ On the day of Qiyamah, Allah will treat them the same. Allah will treat them the same. Did you find in the dunya, when they are with those who claim to be mu'mineen, then they also say, Amanna, we believe. But then in the turn, the backs, إِنَّمَا نَحْنُ مُسْتَهْزِئُونَ We are just fooling around with them, we are just joking. Playing with iman. Allah says, they deceived, they think they are deceiving me. Tomorrow on the day of Qiyamah, I will treat them the same. So you think you're doing your actions and you are trying to deceive Allah, tomorrow Allah will treat you the same. Go to those who you used to do the actions for and seek your thawab. See if they're gonna give you thawab. Can they give you thawab? They cannot give you anything. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is the only one that can give you thawab. So seek the thawab from Allah and do the actions only for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's pleasure. Because Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will announce, Ana aghna shuraka mina shirk. That I have nothing to do, I, I, I disassociate myself, I free myself from those, from shirk. And then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, Waman amila, that person who's gonna do something, or a deed, to please somebody else beside me, Ana min hubari. I free myself from such a person. I free myself from such a person. Now imagine if Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala cuts you off. Which door would you knock? Where would you go? Who can help you? If Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, says, I am free, I cut myself off from such an individual. Who is there to help you? Who is there to give you a thawab? Seek the thawab from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And that's why Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says in the Quran, Waman those people who are going to do actions in this world, seeking ajila, seeking the dunya, seeking some praise, seeking some gift, seeking something of the dunya, then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, then we'll give him that praise, we'll give him the status, we'll give him that power, we'll give him that wealth, whatever he did that action for, we'll give him, 
will give him that dunya that he's seeking, but fiha ma nasha, limited to what we want to give him. Allah says, we'll give you the dunya, we'll give you what you're seeking, but it will be limited to what we want to give him. That is the punishment of this dunya. Then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, ja'anna lahu jahannam. Then when he comes in the year after, we have prepared jahannam for him. We have prepared jahannam for him. Teaching us that if you're going to do an action, not for Allah's sake, then the abode can be jahannam. Allah says we have prepared jahannam for such a person. Yaslaha madhmuma madhura. He's going to enter in this place disgracefully and humiliated. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will throw him into the fire of Jahannam. But Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says on the other hand, وَمَنْ أَرَادَ الْآخِرَةِ That man who's going to do something, an action, أَرَادَ الْآخِرَةِ He is seeking what? The Akhirah. He is seeking Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. He is doing whatever he can for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's pleasure and nothing else. Then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, He does not only do these actions, but وَسَعَ لَهَا سَعْيَهَا he makes an effort to preserve the good deed. One is doing the good deeds, it's there. But preserving it. And how can you preserve? One way is to add ikhlas in those actions. Do it solely for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and let it remain like that until you meet Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So Allah says, whoever is going to do actions and he makes an effort, he makes an effort to preserve it. To look after it until he reaches us. Those people, Allah appreciate the effort and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will give them Jannah. Because why? People on the day of Qiyamah, they will come with mountains, mountains of good deeds. You know, you come just now, it's going to be Ramadan. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala make us reach the month of Ramadan. Say Ameen. In Ramadan, there's a hadith you hear. And this hadith, Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam says, Rubba Sa'im. How many people fast in the month of Ramadan? Laysalahu min suyam. He does not get any thawab at all for his fast, except hunger. He does not get anything for his qiyam, except tiredness. Why? There was no effort for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. He did not involve Allah. He was not fasting for Allah, he was doing something else. He was not standing for Allah, he was standing for something else. So Allah says he does not get anything. Like this you will find on the day of Qiyamah, people who come on mountains of thawab, mountains of good deeds, mountains, so much charity, so much zakat, so much fasting, so much good words, so much, so many things, so much salah, so much hajj, mountains. Allah says, وَقَدِمْنَا إِلَى مَا عَمِلُوا Allah, how Allah speaks is ajib. Allah says, وَقَدِمْنَا إِلَى مَا عَمِلُوا مِنْ عَمَلُ We will go with them. Allah saying, we will go with them to the station where the a'mal are placed. And each and everyone will see their deeds in front of them. The hajj and the fasting and the salah and whatever else you did in the dunya. You will see it, Allah says, وَقَدِمْنَا We will all go on the day of Qiyamah. We will all go to where those a'mal are placed and we'll see our a'mal. And then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, فَجَعَلْنَاهُ هَبَاءً مَنْثُورًا 
and will turn those a'mal for those who didn't do these actions for Allah. For those who did not do these actions for Allah, Allah says we will turn the a'mal into scattered dust. Meaning deleted. You know, one is, you know you got so much in your account, and then you get a notice saying that your account is frozen. At least there's a chance. There is some hope that after a process you will get your funds. But imagine they say, your account does not exist. And you know, you had money. You had this account. What happened? How would you feel? On a day of Qiyamah, it's not that your amal will be frozen. Allah is saying it will be deleted. فَجَعَلْنَاهُ هَبَاءً مَنْثُورًا Deleted. Nothing. Is, it, is that not a wasted effort? 80 years, 70 years in dunya, and then you just find there's nothing at all in your account in the hereafter. Allah save us. So this is something a person has to be concerned about. This is something a person has to be concerned about. You know, Nabi Sallallahu is telling Abu Huraira radiallahu ta'ala anhum, anhu, and he's telling him that, you know, that the first three people in Jahannam, the first three people in Jahannam, you know who are these people? Nabi Sallallahu says, number one, Rajulun qad al Qur'an. That man who Allah has blessed with the ilm of deen. Allah has made him an alim, Allah has made him a hafiz, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has made him a scholar of deen. And then he went about in the world, doing all the da'wah work, teaching the makatib, and making people scholars, and whatever else is related to it. Then he's gonna come on the day of Qiyamah, then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will ask him, you know, I gave you this gift of ilm. I gave you this gift of ilm. What did you do with it? And then he's gonna start saying, I did so much, I made so many hufaz, and I made so many ulama, and such, and he's gonna continue speaking. Then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala himself is gonna say, Kazzabt! He is lying. You are lying. Not only that, the malaika will also announce, Kazzabt! He is lying. They are recording the actions. They are seeing you. They will say, He is lying. Then Allah is gonna tell him, You acquired this ilm. So that so, so and so and people can say, you know what, MashaAllah, what an alim, MashaAllah, what a hafiz, MashaAllah, so much ulum he's got. You had that already in the dunya. People praised you so much. So that award you had in the world, today there's nothing for you. You'll be told to be thrown in the fire of Jahannam. You'll be the first person there. In, the, in this riwayat, the person with the ilm will go first. Then they say, Rajulun qutila fi sabilillah. A person who is killed, meaning a mujahid. The one who is killed in the path of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. He's gonna be called. And then he's gonna be asked, you know, we gave you all this. You went in the path of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, you gave your life for what was this? He say, Allah gave my life for you. Allah is going to say he's lying. Malaikas are going to say he's lying. 
And it's going to be thrown in the fire of Jannah. And then Rajulun Kathirul Mal, a man who has so much wealth, and he used to give this in Sadaqah, and he did so many humanitarian work and so much. And then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala asked, you know, he gave you this wealth, what did you do with it? He says, yeah Allah, I have the orphans, I have the widows, I have those in, in need, the destitute and so on. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is going to tell him, Kathabt, you are lying. You only did this so wherever you went, people can say, you know what, what a generous man. What a kind person. Alhamdulillah, he spent so much. And Allah is going to say, you know, these praises the people gave you. Today we have nothing. You have nothing with us. We owe you nothing. Then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is going to throw him in the fire of Jahannam. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala save us. Teaching us ikhlas is the most important thing. A person must be sincere in whatever action he does. I will just terminate with this. One alim, he writes, and says, if only we can do seven things, and leave out seven, then inshallah our amal, we're going to see the fruits of our amal. He says, number one, ayya'mal bil khawf. That a person, as much as he claims that he fears Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, then together with that, he must be careful when it comes to committing sins. You cannot say you fear Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and you are not cautious when it comes to sin, sinning. A person just carries on sinning and in the end he says, Allah, I fear Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. It does not work like that. Fear Allah and be careful of sin. Then he says, istighfar. A person he does so much of istighfar. Allah, astaghfirullah, atubilay, so much istighfar. But on the other hand, he does not have any regret in his heart for whatever he's doing. Then how would you benefit from the istighfar? Then, to just cut it short, see the time is up. That a person obeys, together with obeying Allah, then there must be ikhlas in that obedience in Allah. It's not just a person is coming for salah, he is going for hajj, he is fasting the month of Ramadan, he is giving charity and he is doing so much, he is obeying Allah outwardly. But he is not doing this for Allah. Then what's the point? What's the point? So together with whatever, that's why Alhamdulillah our brothers in the tabligh, they teach us. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala reward them. They teach us and they say, before the amal, check. Whilst doing the amal, check. After the amal, check. What you checking? Is it for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala or not? Check. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala make it easy for all of us.